Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. We have um, air conditioner repair people here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> they they yeah. came, like we specifically told them not to come until noon, <laughs> which they didn't listen to. I <laughs> noon, our, noon our time. So. Okay. I see. Yeah, it's no problem at all. It gave, I was doing a little housework. It gave me an extra minute to get a couple more things done. So that was okay, good. Good, good. Okay, let me get to your notes. Okay. Yeah, our, our air conditioner is really weird. Um, we have one of those dual, um, I guess, control. So there's one upstairs and there's one downstairs. And they're just not balancing right. And so, like, downstairs will be, like, 62 degrees. I, I don't know why. And upstairs I, will be, like, upstairs will be, like, 79. I and mean, it's just so weird. Yeah. So, anyway. And not very comfortable. Right. <laughs> like freezing yeah. upstairs and burning up downstairs. Okay, so tell me, while I'm getting my notes up for you, how you felt reading through your results on the survey. I actually, I was really able, to, I was able to see um, like the constructive criticism I felt. A lot of it was really good. There are some points that, you know, I'm able to gain knowledge from them, which makes me want to go back and change a little thing, a few things or reword things or think through. Um, mm-hmm couple it's just the number the the seventh number 17 the chapter 17 that mm-hmm. one I thought um that was harsh for me mm. <laughs> but the other ones I was actually okay with I I thought they were good points and um I thought there was a lot of positives in them as well so good good okay let me pull up and the number 17 feedback. So the first thing that I want to encourage you to do, you know, as you're kind of going through the feedback is, I mean, when you look at the overall analysis, um, number one, I included the age question in there to just give you a little bit of perspective. You know what I mean? Because right. I think that's helpful because you were talking about, you know, trying to reach um, people at different, different seasons of life and stuff like that. Um, I might go back and ask them just informally and, you know, can you let me know, um, you know, how long you've been a believer? Do you know what I mean? I think that would be valuable. I was actually thinking about that after I was reading those responses and going, that might be an interesting question to ask. Or, like, where are you, like, what do you feel like your spiritual knowledge gauge is, if that makes sense? Right. Um, because yeah. that's, that's something else we've been talking about. But I put the age initially um, just to kind of give you a, an overview of um, kind of the demographic that was reading through this, because I think that would have been helpful for you. Okay. Yes. Um, there's one chapter that we don't have feedback on, which I think yeah, is chapter 11. Oh. 11 so I'll yeah. just do it myself and okay. I reached out to her she said she told me like three times she was going to do it and then she never did so I think something's going on with her family which is no big deal so I'll do that chapter 
And I just okay. wanted to give her the sh- – like, she was telling me yesterday, I'm doing it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, so she wasn't able to. I'm just going to need, you know, the weekend to do it, and I'll get that feedback to you specifically on my own. But um, I have my overarching kind of commentary, but I love okay. that we were able to do this per chapter for you because I think that gives you the focus to be able to go, you know, feedback by feedback. You know, start with the introduction, read through what they said, you know, and make any, you know, appropriate changes that you feel are necessary, you know, based on what they said, specifically to do with anything that had, like, like there were a couple of comments made about, like, sometimes they didn't understand how the examples you were using went together, right? Right. So, yeah. like, like, in that particular instance, um, what I'd really encourage you to do from the beginning is just print off, like, each section, right? Okay. Um, although, you know what, let me just send this to you. I already separated all these out, so that way you don't have to sit there and download because it takes a little while. So okay. when, I, when I messaged them, I gave them their individual, you know, little um, file with their chapter. So I'll just forward those to you so you can just print them out as you go. Okay. Uh, and then just kind of go through each one and look at it um, through the lens of what do I need to change uh, structurally, right? And, meaning the the flow, um, it, and it, sometimes it helps to like lay the printed pages like side by side, right? Right. Because yeah. the the general the general rule of of editing from the reader perspective is you need to make sure the chapters are balanced. And so, like what I noticed is that there were some chapters that were like two pages, and there were some that were like seven. You know okay. what I mean? So you need to like kind of look at those longer chapters and make sure that everything in there from a story perspective or content perspective is necessary. Okay. Okay. And it needs to be, again, balanced to where the sections are about the same length. Right. Okay. So just, just because um, it has a little bit to do with just your reader expectations. If they're thinking, oh, it's only going to take me X amount of time, and then they get to a section that's like twice the length of the last one, it might kind of prevent them from actually finishing, and you want them to finish, right? Right, sure. So that was my, one of my pieces of feedback, is making sure that chapters are balanced in length. And then and visually, because remember, right now we're looking at this document, right? We're not kind right. of looking at it as a finished product. And so from a visual perspective, when we get to the formatting, which I found someone fabulous, by the way. I'm so excited. I'll tell you about them later. Um, but when we get to the formatting of the actual internal look and feel of the study, right, beyond just having it look like a Word document, um, you need to have balance on the pages themselves. Um, which, again, is why I, I had you do that structure, you know, where you listed the struggles, you listed, I think you said you, you called them comforts, you know, you had an intro, right. you had paragraphs and headings and all that. It's all designed to kind of, when someone opens the Bible study and looks at it, they can kind of see at a glance kind of what's expected, and it needs to be consistent from chapter to chapter, okay? Right, okay. So um, make sure when it's printed out, that it is consistent from chapter to chapter and in the way that you um, 
like the layout is what I'm talking about. So okay. there were a few chap there are a few chapters where you had an introduction and then you went into the struggles and the comforts. And there are a few chapters where you went straight into the struggles and the comforts. Do you see what I mean? Right. So yeah. it the structure has to be consistent. Uh, okay. You need to make sure that, that it's consistent in that manner. Um there was also there was some feedback about some of the questions being hold on. Like that some of them could be condensed. Did you see that? Yes, I did. I saw okay, that. Okay. Okay. So all to say the instruction for you is gonna be, you know, to go through the feedback per person, incorporate what you can from this the structure and flow, and um, look at the 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 part where they said, oh, the story didn't make sense or I didn't understand the sentence or whatever and see what you can do to make it clearer um, and really evaluate on the longer chapters if all that information is needed um, okay. or if it needs to be its own chapter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, um, right. You know, or um, uh, if it can be used some other way, right? Like for right. a blog post series introducing the study or something like that okay right yeah I um, think maybe adding a chat I'm I remember one of the feedback um said something about maybe eliminating the Moses and Joshua story but that she mm-hmm. really liked the idea of passing the baton however uh-huh. if I eliminate the Moses and Joshua story that's the whole basis scriptural basis for passing the baton you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so okay. that's a good idea as far as possibly um adding a chapter, you know, like doing a continuation chapter based on the same kind of yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah, because ultimately, and it doesn't necessarily mean that the content shouldn't be there. It just may mean that it didn't make sense to them, you know, in the right. flow, in the, in the order. Okay. Right. Um, and I can't get into Scrivener for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what's okay. wrong. I can, um, did you, you have the chapters named, right? I do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, What I'm going to encourage you to think through um, is maybe type up a document that has each chapter in the name and then like a brief, um, and I don't mean like a paragraph, I mean like one to two sentences describing the chapter. Okay. Okay. Um. Having just that document in front of you in that format without, like, having to flip screens and all that sort of stuff in Scrivener um, will help you kind of look at it and and make sure from an overarching perspective is the Bible study in the the order that I want it to be in. Is it telling the story in the order or the journey I want the reader to go on? You see what I mean? Okay. Yes. Okay. Because – Again, I haven't I haven't gone through the entire study yet, but I think if you can make sure that it's organized in a logical manner, um, like again, a lot of this feedback was we literally gave them a chapter in the middle of a study <laughs> and said right. feedback. Um, the encouraging thing and the, about it, and the reason I did that is because a lot of them got it, so that's a good thing, right? Like yeah, all those right. all those comments about um, what themes they thought this this study was about those are that's fantastic feedback because I think most of it is right on target with what you were hoping for right Right. yeah it was yeah and again that's why I I like to do this kind of pulling the study apart 
survey type feature because we need people to be able to understand what it's about without having the whole story. And if they can't do it, if they had no idea what to answer, then we would have, you know, way more work to do. Right. So just take that as encouragement. Um, and then all these themes that they were talking about is something that um, we're going to use later for when it comes to marketing and stuff like that. Because okay. this is what your readers are saying are resonating with them. So we'll definitely um, utilize that information. Okay. 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 So do you understand how to use, how, like how to take action from the survey at this particular point? Yes, I think so. Okay. And again, I'll put it in your notes, just step by step, what it is I want you to do. Okay. Um, and I don't think it'll take nearly as long, um, but I guess that depends on your, I know I ask you this every time. When do you go back to school? Um, classes start the 11th of July. 11th? Again. Okay. So I have a okay. little time, actually. I'm going to be gone this weekend. We have a wedding. Um, okay. So I'll be gone from tomorrow through Monday, but then Tuesday I should be able to start, like, I, I should be able to finish this before I start school again. Okay, cool. Because there really wasn't that much, like when I was looking at the, the things to change, there actually isn't that much, you know, from any, like there were just a few stories or sentences that they were confused on. And that's right. something you could probably fix pretty quickly. Um, and again, the reason I just said print it out and look at it visually is to get, I mean, you don't have to do that if you don't want to. You could just flip through Scrivener if that is something that you think will take too much time. But I do think um, some of those longer chapters need to be edited um, okay. for clarity or the content needs to be moved, you know, to another chapter. Right. Yeah, okay. no, that, that makes sense. I will probably, I will print it out because I'm a very visual person, and if I have it in front of me, it definitely will help me, I think. Okay. Um, and then, like some of us, remember when I was telling you that you sometimes you have to take their feedback with a grain of salt and like filter it through the lens of truth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, one of one of the one of the um, anything you would remove from this chapter comments made me laugh. Um, the one where they said, "I think obedience to God concept isn't quite biblical." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, huh. Yeah, and, so, and you know what? I happen to know that person very little. Mm -hmm. She's one of the ones that, that mm -hmm. signed up through Facebook. Um, okay. I actually knew her husband pretty well, and um, I was invited to their wedding. So I really don't – I don't have any relationship with her other than we became Facebook friends because they invited us to their wedding. Mm -hmm. um, but she is – her background, she is extremely um, – she's very hardcore – this might sound bad, so I don't really mean mm. it the way it sounds, but she's very hard to sure. Baptist, if that makes sense, mm, like, okay. legal, like okay. legalistic. So it. it has to spell out, um, like she looks for black and white, and there are not necessarily a lot of black and white even in the Bible. <laughs> you know? There's a lot of gray area. So okay. she's a very black and white person. But I did, yeah. I was able to look at that and think, you know what, maybe I need to reword some of that. Exactly. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, that was good. Like I wasn't offended by that, knowing her personality and thinking if I want to appeal to people that are like that, I definitely don't mm -hmm. want to give anybody the wrong idea either. Yeah. So maybe yeah. I and need that, to evaluate that, you know. And that's a great approach to have it. And that's kind of what I was talking about on my message to you the other day about what grade of truth can you take from it, right? Right. You, you don't know, you happen to know her and know her background, Okay. But like in the, the real world, someone may pick up your study and you have no idea what their background is. You're just trying to convey 
truth to them. Right. Um, so, so like in this particular situation, if you have someone who comes from that legalistic um, Southern Baptist, whatever tradition, you know, it, it is a good idea to kind of go, okay, am I being clear? And I, and am I, am I showing the segue between how you can bridge the gap from that legalistic kind of thought process to, right. you know, great grace and all that, all that kind of stuff. So there's always a way to, to, kind of see what you can use from the feedback. And then some of it you just have to discard, seriously. <laughs> like, right. you know, yeah. you, just, you just have to really go, okay, God, is this something that I need to listen to? Is this something that you feel like I need to change? Um, and will it make the work better is really the bottom line. Right. So what I want you to focus on is the fact that, you know, when you look at this, this the feedback in general, you know, you had, um, hold on, like when I asked the questions, how likely are you to purchase a study, recommend it, you know, et cetera. I mean, overwhelmingly, your feedback was 50, 60% very likely, you know, and about 40-ish, wait, that doesn't add up, hold on. Okay, let me do this again. Purchase the study when it comes out. You had 5%, no, that was one person. You had seven or 35% undecided, and that made sense because, again, they just had a piece. They've not seen of, everything. Right. right. Okay. Um, and then you had 60% yes. Okay. So that's – and all of the questions were like that. So overwhelmingly, you probably were averaging around 65 to 70% yes, and that's a good thing. Okay. They right. would purchase it. They would recommend it. You know, they would, you know, take it to a friend, et cetera. So, you know, if we had results that were the opposite, which I'm telling you, I've seen it happen before. I Seriously, I've done this before with someone and it came back like that because the, the study was not um, structured in the right way, if that makes sense. And that person had to change everything based on the feedback. So you want this kind of feedback so that you can continue to refine the message to what an audience is saying they want, right? Sure. Right. Okay. Okay. So overall, you need to be encouraged, right? And, yeah. And second, don't let one person's opinion derail you from your purpose in your ministry. Um, personal story, every time I send out an offer on my email list, I almost always get emails back telling me that they can't believe I charge for my services. Seriously. Okay. okay. Like it happens to everybody, you know? Yeah. There's always going to be some person somewhere that doesn't agree with you or agree with your perspective or agree with your work. And you can't control that. You just need to be obedient to making your message as clear as you can and trusting that God's going to bring the right people to you that are meant to be your audience. And those people right. that don't like it, you don't want, I mean, it's, it's okay, you know. And right. one, of the things that, one of the things I was trying to tell you in the feedback is what I've learned is sometimes people's hearts are hardened, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Does that make sense? Like sometimes they just have hurt or unresolved yeah. issues that make them respond to something in kind of an overreactionary manner. You know what I mean? Right. Um, the way this played out in my own life years ago, is um, when I was first studying the Bible and, and Bible studies and stuff like that, when I got to something that really convicted me, sometimes of my own sin, but also when I was hit with, like, realizing 
um, how much I had not forgiven people who had harmed me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It took it took me a while to be like I didn't want to forgive them. <laughs> like I wanted right. someone to acknowledge what happened to me. You know what I mean? Sure. And that yeah. and that was a that was a spiritual issue that I had to work through with God before I could move forward. Okay. So in your ministry in general, especially when it relates to writing about Jesus and God and all that sort of thing, you're always going to have wounded people who probably need your message. They're just not ready for it, you know? Right. And that, that particular study, I didn't come, I stopped it. It was like chapter three. I didn't pick it up again for another two years. And then I finished it because I was ready. You know, right. yeah. So okay. just just kind of bear in mind you can't you can't take any of that personally. Um, sometimes you're just going to have mean people, seriously, <laughs> like the people that email right. me and tell me I can't believe you you charge you know for your business, you, but you can't do anything about it. Right. You know, you you just got to trust and keep moving forward with what God has you doing, and um, not internalize it. And you know, think about right. all the people that here, here here's here's a funny like little Jesus-y <laughs> segue. Think about all the opposition that Jesus experienced. Oh, really? Sure. Yeah. Of everything he said, everything he did, you know? Right. I, not, that, not that you and I are Jesus, but at the same time, I think, okay, <laughs> if he could walk in his calling despite massive opposition, you know what? I can do it too as long as I'm following him, you know? Right. Right. So it's just well, a mindset to have. I was I was laughing about, you know, the chapter 17 because everything was no, 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 no down the list. But then when it got to were you encouraged and or equipped spiritually by the contents of the scripture, they said yes. <laughs> and I'm like, well, funny. how does that make, based on everything else they wrote throughout the entire survey, I'm like, well, that doesn't make That doesn't make any sense, you know, to me. But I'm glad yeah. they were encouraged, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, if they're answering the questions in a conflicting manner, that I think that just kind of represents what I was talking about. There's right. Probably, yeah. There's probably something there. And so um, with your permission, what I usually do with negative feedback is once we rewrite, I ask them if they'd be willing to look at it again from the rewrite and, sure. and, and, and give us any additional feedback. Um, I don't do that through a survey. I have them just respond to me directly. You know, um, right. and, you know, sometimes they're like, okay, I get it now. Um, and sometimes they're like, nah, still don't like it. And I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> I mean, right. again, nothing you can do about it. But I also think, um, you know, given people, um, if we do any other feedback, you know, which you, at this point you probably wouldn't want to do until um, an editor, you know, you know, everything's fixed and then we go through an editor. Right. So any other additional feedback um, we wouldn't want to do until after that's done. Okay. Just FYI. And um, I think, um, you know, having that summary of the chapter name and like a little bit of a description of what it's about will help people, you know, as they right as they as they read through. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I think this is great. And I know it's hard for you, but at the same time, I want you to be encouraged and equipped, right? Right. So, well, the process is exciting. It, yeah. it is yeah. an exciting because it's really, it's development. You know, yeah. it's like developing your product 
and mm-hmm. developing sort of who you are as a writer and learning. Um, and for me, this is a, you know, this is a completely different experience. So, and I mm-hmm. love to learn. That is something about mm-hmm. me. I enjoy learning. So, um, as long as people aren't me, you know, I don't think anybody deals with mean people very well. And I, and I'm not saying whoever mm-hmm. did chapter 17 is a mean person, but I definitely yeah. think they don't understand me or know my heart. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and that's and that's going to be true, like you said, of anybody who could just pick the study up. So yeah. I have to sort of learn how to deal with that. You know? Yeah. And I think, too, you know, I kind of err on the side of grace and killing people with kindness, you know. And Sure. And I had a situation the other day with a publisher who were working on a project. And to be honest, it's been very difficult. The publisher is very overworked, and they've not done like anything they told the author they were going to do, like no joke. Okay. So I've, I've, you know, I'm the mediator between the author and the publisher a lot of the time. So I've been trying to get stuff done and finding resources, yada, yada. So we got this huge piece done, sent it to the publisher. And the, the publisher person wrote back, freaking out over this particular project and, and basically saying, we can't do anything with this. We can't do this. And we've been literally, we've talked about this four times in phone calls, and we told them what we were doing. Um, We gave them updates all throughout the process, and literally this is something that needed to be done so the publisher could, could mail out advanced copies in a week and a half. So them telling us, we can't use this, you need to redo the whole thing is not happening. There's no way, right? Right. So in that situation, when I responded, you know, I, I was very apologetic, and I said, okay, first I want to apologize for any inconvenience, even though it's not our fault. It isn't our fault. Right. We, over, right. we over-communicated. And, you know, we talked about this particular thing, you know, in these phone calls, and, and maybe our understanding of what this was might have differed from what your understanding of it, of it was. So help me understand, because she had listed like five different things that were just unacceptable to her. And I was like, some of this is a little, little, little seriously irrational. It really was. And, and so I wrote back and I said, you know, help me problem solve. What is the main issue here? Because from what I am seeing, this appears to be the main issue and we can help fix that by this if you can do this. You see what I mean? Right. So you, you just got to like, like anytime someone's being negative or being confrontational or like I know this publisher well enough to know that they're overwhelmed. I just, I've worked with them like five times. I know that. But at the same time, you know, I have to deflect the situation and get what I really need from it, a la constructive criticism, so I could figure out how to fix it. And that's basically how you have to approach it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, so that's just an example. I know it's not apples to apples comparison, but that's how it is in my world when when I come up against conflict or, you know, in, in her case, it was negative feedback, but it was really because she didn't have the manpower. You know, she didn't plan for it, even though we educated them time and time again. So, you know, at the end of the day, you just have to do everything you can to to choose your response well. We all know that. <laughs> we can't control other people, but we can control our response. You know, and we can really evaluate it through the lens of, okay, who does God say I am? What does he want me to do with this message? And does that feedback apply to that or or contradict that? And if it does, I don't need to listen to it, (laughs) you know? Right, right. And it's not a, you know, not being receptive. It's just learning how to filter and have boundaries, you know? Right. So, 
anyway, I'm excited. I'm just excited for you, you know. Oh, thanks. I am too. I, think, I really am. I think, I think it'll be good for you to work through this. Okay. Let me look at our notes and make sure I still need to respond to you about the layout, correct? You sent me the login. When I'm looking at our notes. Okay, so what I owe you is I need to look at, um, I need to log in and look at the homepage layout you sent me. Okay. Um, and give you an example. Um, have you reached out to the, the web designer guy yet? We have not, but I will do okay. that. I will do it okay. this week. And I do have a secondary designer, just in case you, he, their schedule is full, just FYI. Um, so okay. I'll put okay. that. Just, there, there's two, two guys I like to use. Dan is usually my first go-to guy because he's really, really great, but he's also not crazy expensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. That's always yeah. helpful. Yeah. Um, the, the other guy can be a little more expensive, um, but he's, He's he's really really good and fast, which is what we want. We don't want a designer that's going to take like four months to do something simple. So, um, and then I put in there the editor as well, um, and I would definitely contact Anna sooner rather than later to to okay. have a com conversation with her and see the fit, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, and her and her schedule because she is she does she owns her own business um but one of, she's actually contracted right now um i think part time with a publisher so okay. she's going she's going in part time to lifeway here um which is good right lifeway right, yeah. does a lot of bible studies so she's contracted with lifeway right now to do editing on one of their magazines for part time and then she does all of her other editing stuff you know through her business okay um but one of the main reasons i referred you to her is a she works with a lot of traditional publishers and B, she has a lot of connections, you know, in the world that we're trying to appeal to. Um, and sure. she knows how to edit and write from what they're looking for. Okay. So definitely reach out to them both from a scheduling I will. time frame. I will. Absolutely. I will do that this week for sure. Okay. And then once we have kind of the updated manuscript, like if you have questions while you're updating this, like email me and let me know and I'll respond. Okay. But once we have, once we have kind of a, more final manuscript with these changes and this layout, um, then um, I will go through um, the entire study myself and, and just kind of give you my opinions. I've kind of looked through okay. it right now. Um, and I might just do that. I'm sitting here thinking. That's why I'm pausing. I might just go ahead and do that from the chapters that had positive feedback. I can start doing that. I don't, I don't have to wait for you to do that manuscript stuff. But if okay. you're going to change a chapter drastically, just let me know. Um, okay. So I know not, not to review that one. Or if you're going to add a chapter, then obviously I'd want to see that. Okay. Okay. And we'll just continue focusing on this right now because once we get the manuscript off to Anna, you know, it'll take her her process to do and then you and I can work on other things like social media strategy and all that kind of stuff. Okay. okay. Sure. I just I haven't really had you doing a whole lot of that right now because I knew that you had limited time and you needed to get the manuscript right. done, you know, right. before the session. Right. No, that makes sense. Okay. Awesome. Do you have any um questions about any of this? You said you're gonna do chapter eleven, right? 
Yeah. Um, and then that will help too when I'm doing my rewrite next week. Yeah, I'm. I have it on my uh, calendar to do tomorrow. And okay. So yeah. Yeah, I'm I'll sure just, that I will. I'll just start this until Tuesday, only because okay. my daughter has her dance recital today, and then we're leaving okay. tomorrow for the wedding, and then we won't return until Monday. So I I won't start this until Tuesday. Okay. But I think, I think that's it. Um, so I need balance in chapter length between all the chapters, um, consistency from chapter mm-hmm. to chapter. Um, mm-hmm. Look and see if we can condense questions mm-hmm. and um, describe each chapter in one to two sentences in its own document to determine mm-hmm. the order, right? Those are mm-hmm. the main points Those right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to ask if you had anything else you wanted to talk about because I don't want to, like, leave you hanging. I, <laughs> I, more time. I don't really think so. I just think what as one of the – I think it was for Chapter 20, they said there were a lot of chapters at the end – I mean, I'm sorry, a lot of questions at the end of the chapter, um, mm-hmm. and they were wondering, you know, if there needed to be that many or if they could go have them in the middle. But the the reason that I did those ones at the end is because at the end of, I believe – the introduction, I have questions before they start the study. And most of those questions are the same questions to see if their their thought process has changed or if how they feel about their belief system has changed at all from the beginning of the study until the end. And that's mm-hmm. what I that's why I did that. So I'm just wondering what your perspective or what your take on that is. Okay, you said it was chapter twenty, right? I, I think so. I think it was the last okay. chapter. Okay, holy persuasion. Hold on, I'm just going to the question. Oh, this is Judy. Judy's a sweetheart. Okay. I think she did two chapters. There are a couple of them that I, oh, I didn't tell you that. There are a couple of my people that were like, can I review more? Like, seriously. <laughs> so there's, a, there's a, I think, at least three gals that did two chapters each because they loved it. So I thought that was funny and encouraging for you. Um, okay. Okay, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. You know, it might be something as simple as rewording the questions a little, a little bit. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, in the beginning, the questions were, do you struggle with faith in God? Okay. So, maybe here you can say something like, you know, how has your, per- how has your faith grown or something like that? through the study kind of thing. More like reflection questions than... Sure. Rather you know than I mean? the same type of question. Right, right, right. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, through the process of the book, have you in any way regained faith in his ability to use you for something great? That one's fine. That's exactly what I'm talking about, actually. And number two is through the process of this book. So just phrasing them all like that might give a little okay. bit more clarity. Okay. Um, num- number three says, do you believe God created you with purpose? So say, you know, um, in what ways um, has God shown you that he specifically created you with purpose through the study? You see what I mean? Right, so just, right. Yeah, just change it to more of, to be a little bit more 
of a guided question okay. for them to reflect on what they've learned. Um, okay. because, in the beginning, because in the beginning, those questions are more open-ended, right? It's just sure. like, do you believe? Do you believe? So give them a little bit more of a guided question at the end designed to get them to identify, okay, this is what I learned. This is how I've grown. This is what God's shown me. Right. Okay. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. It does. It helps a lot. I just wanted to sort of that was something that was on my mind, too, and I knew her feedback had been very, very positive, and I just wanted to make sure, especially when you have somebody that's that positive, that, um, you know, and I sort of really look into that. Yeah, and I'm reading some of the questions, and some of them are phrased in this guided way, and some of them are not, so just kind of look through them. and Right, so I guess consistency would be, the main point. Now, you did mention that in some of the chapters, like before I did the key points of struggle, that I had like an explanation. I think mm-hmm. I only did that in chapter one because I was explaining that there's going to be like, this is what you're going to see throughout the study. You're going to see. And maybe we will have a different, I don't know if it's a different section for that, explaining sort of the usage of the study as people open their book. Mm-hmm. Um, or do you think that I actually need? Because I feel like I have, in every chapter, I have the, the title or the working <laughs> title. And then I have um, the, the three, three key points of struggle, the three mm-hmm. key proofs of comfort, and then I have the explanations below that, which I did okay. that all, all throughout. But it was only in chapter one that I sort of that you had the introduction. Yeah, this is what you're going okay. to see throughout. Maybe that's just moving. Well, like having actually, almost, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no it's, it actually might be solved by what I what I'm having you do with the chapters. Do you know what I mean? Right, um, right. When I when I said write a chapter in like a one to two sentence description, you know, maybe that's just something we can include. Where it says chapter twenty, holy persuasion, and then the one to two sentence of what that means, if that makes sense. Okay, and and, and we'll then actually, you can go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. My brain's working. So, and we'll we'll actually include that in the book, or is that for future reviewers or I think or the editor? Include, I think it would be beneficial to include it in the book if we can. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. That might change the way I write it. That's why I'm just and the I just want to make sure I have all my bases covered. <laughs> and the interjection that you're talking about, we might move from chapter one and just have a one page of how to use the study. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, just kind of a kind of an informational page. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. that that would probably be beneficial. Okay. Cool. Okay. Okay. So um, in the past, I guess we can talk about this because I was just thinking about it when I was thinking about formatting. In the past, like, do you have someone you've used to like design your studies, or is that something you've done yourself, like your mm-hmm. ebook that you did? No. The um. I did everything myself. In fact, I was talking to my friend yesterday. I mean, my husband helped format or whatever what we mm-hmm. needed to do, but really nothing to hold but hope is like after going through this process with you, I'm realizing anything I've ever put out is really just a draft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's not <laughs> like I've definitely not. I'm so glad you love anything. me. <laughs> <laughs> but it, that's why this is fun. It's, it's yeah. scary and torturous on some level because you know, like you're putting yourself out there, but that's the whole point in putting out any type of art at all yeah. or whatever God yeah. gives you anyway, unless it's specifically yeah. for yourself, 
you know, yeah. which it is not. It's it's for other people, which is the the whole purpose of this study. So um, it's scary, but at the same time, it's great. But I really am. I'm enjoying it. I'm learning through the process. So um, are you? Yeah. Are you? Are you on Facebook right now? I am not, but I can log in. Log in real quick because I'm going to send you and two visual pictures of the gal that I've been talking to actually for some of my own projects. And then when I was talking to her, I was like, Oh my gosh, she can do everything for everybody I know that needs help. <laughs> Cause she's so good. Okay. So she does cover design, back cover design, um, and internal like formatting. Okay. Oh, okay. And hold on, let me get the pictures to you. And she knows all the ways that you're supposed to format it for uploading everywhere, like Amazon and stuff like that. And I'm going to get the picture from my desktop. And I just want to give you kind of a visual example of how this could. Hold on. The picture go in there. Hold on. Hold on, it should be coming too soon. This isn't working. Hold on. <laughs> do what I'm trying to do. I'm having tech issues today. This is one of the days where I just want to <laughs> throw my computer across the room. Okay, put the picture in. Okay, there we go. There's one. Now it's taking forever. Oh my gosh. Like watching grass grow. <laughs> it's coming, I swear. Okay. So whenever those pictures show up <laughs> um, in Messenger, and that's okay. kind of what I'm talking about is right now we're working with your black and white copy, you know, right. on a on a um oh my god, this is annoying. Why is this not going through? Should be taking this long. Um it's my internet. Hold on. Don't really. Uh, train of thought. Okay. So sometimes it's hard to visualize like why I'm asking you to do things like these key points, you know, and the comforts and the headers and all that sort of stuff. Um, and it has to do with how the final product looks um, to your reader. Again, so they have a clear understanding of the breakdown of the chapter, what they're supposed to do, and so it's visually appealing. And I might have told you this before, but we inherently as people tend to skim things just right. automatically, right? Yeah. Like we skim through our newsfeed or we skim through a description or whatever. And so when you add in elements like the headers or, or a chapter title with a brief description um, in different fonts, um, in just different placement, our eyes will pick those things up first um, right. and then convince us whether we need to read more. You see what I mean? Yeah. So um, I'm going to send this to you email because Facebook Messenger is just sitting here doing nothing. Okay. That's fun. And that's probably because my internet is crazy. Examples of formatting and cover. Attached. File. And 
and I'm getting a quote from her from another project right now. So as soon as she gets a quote to me, then I'll be able to tell you like price range and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but the but the thing with um, so I've told you I have my own like well I have a business coach, but I also have a marketing consultant that's helping me um, create the online courses I'm creating. Okay. You know for for everything I teach basically. Um, and we were having a conversation the other day about something I was stuck in on the process. You know, I was just, I couldn't move forward because someone I've hired is not doing what they're supposed to do, blah, 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 blah. And, and he was like, okay, well, I want you to tell me what you did today. And I, I'm a big time tracker. You know, I, I write down what I'm doing because I want to make sure I'm not wasting time. And right. um, so I told him. And he goes, okay, like 60% of that you could have hired someone to do. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he goes, seriously, like, like the amount of time it took you, I, I spent like three hours trying to set something up specifically in my, in, my, in my new email program, okay, which is like really complicated and has all this stuff and it's just like, oh my gosh. He's like, you could have paid someone to do that for like, I don't know, a hundred bucks. Like, why are you wasting your time doing that? You know? Yeah. And, and, and he's like, he's like, number one, it's, it's, you got to really think through when you're making decisions, which is true, you know, from your business and your ministry, We talked a little bit about this when we were talking about delegating, but at the end of the day, just because you and I could do something doesn't mean we have to or that we need to, right? Right. Um, And sometimes, like, like the cover and everything that you all did for the, the download was fine, but... You, you also have to think through where you're going or wanting to be, like the vision sure. casting, um, and, and bring people alongside you that can take care of that for you in a very quick, efficient manner so you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to, to worry about all the ins and outs and technicalities of uploading and scheduling and making sure everything works right from an ebook perspective and all that. Like, you don't have to worry about any of it. It's just you pay someone that's done, <laughs> right? Right. Um, and, and and someone who's a fantastic designer that makes your work stand out is so important. Um, I almost want to give you a homework assignment, but I know you don't have much time. So I'll just tell you about it and you can do it if you have time. But honestly, go look at Amazon and look up self-published books, okay? Especially the, well, be careful because some of them are a little, <laughs> but <Okay. laughs> the, the, the covers, some of them are awful, 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 awful. You know, yeah. so even even if the book description appealed to me, I like you can tell quality just by looking at the difference between the self-published book covers and the traditionally published book covers. Okay, so what I'm trying to get you to do is elevate that thinking and that process a little bit of of almost like, okay, this is what I'm going to need to do to make my work stand out um, and to um, eliminate that obstacle of, oh, this is just self-publishing or this is just this or just, this is just that, and so I don't need to pay attention to it. It's not going to be of value, right? Right. Um, and uh, one of my – trying to remember who told me this the other day. It must have been – oh, it was one of my clients. We were talking on Wednesday. And she was telling me how um, she had posted in a Facebook group about her – her, her book, which is a self-published book, and that a well-known author came in and basically rebutted and saying, hey, I have a book on this too, um, and you really should buy mine because mine was published by a traditional publisher, and you have to be really careful with those self-published books because a lot of times they're not edited well, and the, the writing isn't great, and it's just not really of any value to you. Now, that author mm-hmm. was just being mean, okay? Yeah. Really. But at the end of the day, 
she was playing on something that is actually kind of common knowledge and true. A lot of self-published work is subpar. Okay. Yeah. So you, you have to do the due diligence of making sure your work looks, feels, reads like something that someone would see from a traditional publisher. You have to elevate yourself to that level to show that you care about the quality of the work. And I know you do. I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying like right. consumer consumers want to like not even know the difference, not even realize, you know, it's a self-published thing. So sometimes when you come alongside um, the part where you have to format the book and you have to get the cover and all that, you really do need to err on the side of finding people who can edit and do design work for you that know what the publishers would do and, and replicate it for you. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want it to look like something that came off the shelf at Barnes and Noble. I mean, I I think that really is my, my best way of gaining any attention with a small amount of subscribers that I have. I, I need, I need some, something really fantastic to catch the eye of somebody that can help me get where I would like to go to be able to get the message in, in the most hands possible, you know? Number one, I just sent you that email. So look for it. Okay. And number okay. two, we haven't talked about this yet, and we don't need to talk about it right now, but maybe just kind of pray through it and, and talk to your husband about it. Um, but there are some smaller um, publishers that have distribution opportunities, okay? okay. So they, they may not be Zondervan or Lifeway or whatever, um, but it might be an option where – like um, another gal I was talking to, she found a local um, publisher who, um, I think it was only like $600. You know, as long as she had everything formatted, um, he was going to be able to get the ISBN for the book and upload it on all the online retailers and get it into distribution catalogs for salespeople in libraries and stuff like that, you know? Um, right. And so it's not that, you know, um, and, and you retain rights. That's the, that's the only important thing. Uh, that if you use one of these small publishers, you have to make sure that you retain rights to your work because if a big publisher wants to come pick you up, you have to own the material. You know what I mean? Right. So, so all to say there are ways where our services where we can potentially look at that and evaluate if you think that's right for you, where we can get the book you know, on online retailer sites and libraries you know, in distribution through Amazon and all that kind of stuff um, and just for exposure, you know what I mean? Right. So just think through that. We're not at that stage at, at all, I'm just telling you. Okay. Yeah, my son just did something. He just had a single come out, mm-hmm. um, and he has Sony distribution. And so yeah. if you look, like, on his label, it says Sony Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because he has he has a service like that that's getting him yeah. like one of the big one of the big ones is called Ingram Spark um, okay it's actually based here in Nashville um, and then um, but that's actually more your traditionally self-published kind of stuff and then another and then there's a couple of like smaller um, companies that are just um, honestly book guys <laughs> that sounds kind of funny but they they distribute books um, in a way where um, they get in front of book buyers and stuff like that. Okay, okay. did you get the email? Did you get that email yet? Um, let, let me just update real quick here because it didn't. Through, yeah. 
No, I did not get it. I wonder if it's my email or my, not my email, my internet. Okay, well, you'll just have to look at it when it comes to you. Um, I sent it in Facebook and I sent it via email. Um, So this gal, um, I sent you one picture that's like an example of how she's formatting. Um, Well, this is actually funny. She was creating a... um, a image to show what goes into interior layout and design, okay? So she's got an example of a project she's working on, um, which is, is, it looks like it's a study guide for some homeschool stuff, organized homeschool life. And then on the left and the right, she's talking about the elements of great interior layout and design. So that's actually really great for you to look at so you can understand how the material might look in a final format. Okay. And how how the information is broken up in a way that's easy to read for the reader to visualize and understand. And then the second image is one of the covers that she created. So the front cover, the back cover, what's on it, and then why that information is important. So that's actually really great information for you just to know in general when it comes to um, what you can include um, to make sure the information is professional and presented that way. And okay. then both of them are both of them are really pretty. <laughs> they're really, okay. they're really, really great design, um, which I is not always. Yeah, um, so that's kind of the to give you a little bit more encouragement and excitement. That's kind of what we're headed for. This look and this feel with the content okay. that you're making. So that should encourage you and excite you a little bit. And then we'll look at anything else you have available, and it may it may mean that the stuff you have might need to be reformatted a little bit, you know, or the cover might right. change or whatever. Because, again, um, we want that consistent, you know, branding. Sure. Okay? Okay. Yeah, that, that makes complete sense. Um, I guess the only last question that I have is the title. Like, I still don't have a title, so how are we going to figure that out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have and to does think the editor that need that? And does the editor need that to work? Like I, I don't. You know, I don't know. I'll ask Anna. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know what I'll do is I'll ask her. Um, we're struggling a little bit with a title. Is that something you can help with? Sure. Okay. okay. Um, and if not, we might just throw out a few ideas um, to the writers group and just ask them what they think. And if they okay. could contribute, um, like I said, I love using that group for random requests when we don't know, like what would resonate right. or we're stuck. And a lot of them, as you've seen, can often be pretty helpful with help helping clarify. Um, right. I have an I have another group I'm a part of that's actually a private group. It's a business mastermind thing, um, okay. and I can go in I can go in there too and post, hey, we have this title. This is what this is about. You know, what do you guys think? And they're so great at giving all these ideas. Um, okay. Naming is not naming is not my strong point, <laughs> which is why I have those resources. Okay. As a matter, as a matter of fact, I hired someone today to name all my service packages that are going to oh, be on my okay. website. <laughs> I was like, I was sitting here and I was like, I, oh my gosh! And um, so I have copy for my website that I've done, but I couldn't figure out what to name everything. Um, so I, I hired someone. It's exactly what I'm talking about. Instead of sitting here staring at my computer, my computer for like an hour doing nothing. You know, I paid someone like $70 to do it all for me. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, so, some, so sometimes, sometimes bringing people around um, 
to partner with you in those areas. It just gets you unstuck and it gives you fresh perspective, you know? Yes. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not good. I'm not good at naming, you know, things. I struggle every time I write a blog post, I struggle with what to title it. And I just, I really want this um, to be the right title so that we can hashtag it and market it appropriately. And I'm probably not the best one to name it because it's not my strong suit. So that's why all the help I can get, the better. (laughs) And I'm going to put in your notes, um, there's a, a brand new publisher um, that has come out. Now, I haven't looked at all their terms. I just, the guy that started it is an agent, a literary oh. agent. He owns a literary agency. Um, and he started kind of a specialized publishing service. Um, so this would be an example of someone we might reach out to um, okay. to potentially publish, right? Because if he, if, if he can do it, then it gets you a lot of exposure just by the sheer nature of his name. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, like I said, we're not we're not at that point. <laughs> but right. Right. But I, we're I, working for it. I'm giving you this information just really to encourage you because I think sometimes when you're stuck in the the some of the tediousness of editing and trying to make everything look right and all that kind of stuff, it can it can be easy to kind of forget where we're trying to go. You know. Right. Well, so, I am cool. encouraged, and and really, I I'm probably most encouraged by the first question on on the survey that said basically do you want to keep reading you know are you captured by um by the text that you're reading Um, i can't remember exactly how you worded it but everybody with the exception of chapter 17 all said yes even if they had more criticisms throughout they still were captured by what i wrote and so i'm holding on to that knowing that okay i'm writing in my voice my voice is resonating with people and i'm just going to keep sort of pushing through and and doing that so okay that's awesome 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 awesome. well thank you do we have a call set up for we did not remember okay we did not hold on let me pull it what day is today today's the 30th okay next week and i'm sorry i feel like i'm scatterbrained today i apologize no Um, it's not a problem i am as well i have a million things happening I'm just, I'm kind of at that stage. Well, we're, we're about to go on vacation, but it's like two weeks away. And I'm like, can okay. it be like Friday? That would be awesome. Okay. Um, let's, the week of the 12th. Um, okay. Tuesday, I have to go. I have a local client who can't hear. <laughs> it's kind of Aww. funny. So I actually go and meet with her in person for like okay. two hours because she can't have the phone called. So on sure. Tuesday, I'm at her house because she's like an hour away. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday would work. Um, and that so, date, that's the 13th or 14th? 13th or 14th, yes. Um, Wednesday the 13th will be great. We're actually leaving the 16th for vacation, so okay, okay. Um, that so, would be great. Uh, on the 13th, I have a current... 10:30 to 11:30 call, and so I could do like really early, like eight central, or I could do what's the 30, like 12:30 or after central. Um, in the morning would be great. That way, you know, I'm free for my kids in the afternoon. So eight, so that would be nine o'clock my time, right? Nine Eastern. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Hold on. Good. Jen. 
and I'll make sure I get up early and actually drink my coffee because you've never had the ple- <laughs> pleasure of talking to me at eight in the morning yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I'm still me. I'm just a little um, croaky. I don't know. <laughs> until, I, until I drink coffee, I sound like I'm like half dead or something. I, I'm um, the same way. I can relate. <laughs> awesome. Okay, that's great. And do you want to set the other call in July also, just just to have it on sure. the on the back? Yeah. So that that would be Wednesday, July twenty seventh, or or Thursday, July twenty eighth. Um, I think the Wednesday the twenty seventh would be great. Okay. Do you want to do the same eight a.m. or afternoon? Um, you know, um, yeah, that work. The morning works fine. We can stick with the same time frame for that month. That's great. Okay. Are you sure? Yep. Like yeah. for you? It doesn't matter to me. I just want to, okay. Yeah, no, um, that's good I, because then I can get it out of the way before my kids even are ready to do anything that day. Okay. So it, it works good for that, for their sake. Okay. So like in case you can't tell, I, I work off block scheduling. So I try to do all of my calls on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Okay. So the the reason I have breaks in between is literally because I'm an introvert. So as much as I love talking to you guys, I have to have like a significant break in between so my brain sure. will work. <laughs> I am. It's so funny. So I always allow myself breaks. Okay, cool. Then I'll send you the meeting advice. Um, okay, perfect. And then um, what I'll probably do for the next call because you're going you. you you should have the manuscript done before that to send to me for a review, but yeah. I don't want to spend a whole other call. You know what I mean? And because right. at that point I'll review it, I'll give you my feedback via email and we really should have it off to like the editor at that point around that time. Um, okay. So what I'll do is on the 13th, we'll start working a little bit more strategically on kind of the social media and some of the, some of the copy on the website just needs to be refined just a tad and so okay. start doing that sort of stuff on that, on those phone calls. So we won't say stay stuck in this particular, we just need to move forward on some of that. Sure. And, okay. and then um, I will also, when I send your notes to you from this call, I'll include um, kind of my recommendations on the homepage and all that kind of stuff. Cause you're okay. waiting on me for that. Okay. Yep, that that sounds perfect. And then I will contact the editor and the web guy. And, um, okay. I'll make sure I have that all done, and then I will refine this manuscript and probably have that to you by the 11th because that's the day I start school. So I'm going to make that my deadline so that I'm finished okay. with that. Um, okay. So we're good. Awesome. I'm so okay. excited. Me too. I'm excited. Also. Good. Okay. Well, you have a great rest of your week. And Thank you. You all talk soon. Sounds okay. good. Sounds great. <laughs> okay. okay. I'll talk to you later.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.